1: Welcome into the bottom line, News Radio 610K1A. 5471610 is the number. If you would like to get involved, you can also hit us up via email, 610K1A.com, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you would like to say. We are also on Twitter at Bottom Line 610, parlor at the bottom line six ten. And you can find us on our free mobile app, Google Play, and Apple stores. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson with you. Ed. Yes. Why don't we start with some good news? Let's do that. There hasn't been a lot of that lately. Why don't we start with some good news? Because, quite honestly, good news is something we all need right now. That's true. Um, very happy to be able to tell everyone early, earlier than we thought, uh, the results of our food drive on Friday. Yeah. Um, thank you to everyone. That came by and made a donation, uh, whether it went into the tire factory truck, uh, or it went into the donation box, or it was online. Um, Thank you to everyone who came down to Summit Funding, uh, or took the time, as we said, to go online and make a donation that way to the Tri Cities Food Bank. Um, You guys are amazing. You guys really are amazing. Um, COVID-19, Friday the 13th, 800-mile-an-hour winds, um, rain, cold. Basically, if we could have picked a worse day to do this, maybe it would have been in a blizzard. Uh, But weather-wise, it didn't cooperate much. Um, But that didn't stop people in the Tri-Cities from uh, coming out and helping those in need in our community. Um, you guys are rock stars based on the results that we received from the food bank. So total, we did 2,619 pounds of food in the truck. Wow. That's that's a... That's a little bit more than a car.
2: That's a, that, Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit more than a car. It, it might be like a... You know, one of the old 70s or 80s American-built
1: cars. Oh, yeah. One of those steel babies. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) 2,619 pounds of food. The total amount of cash donations received were $11,019. Wow. That's just shy of $1,000 an hour. Wow. Nice. That's just shy of $1,000 an hour. Good job, everyone. You people. Are incredible nice incredible now the meal math is a little bit different because with COVID and food scarcity and things like that it is costing food banks a little bit more money to right. buy food at this point in time and buy meals so based on the best calculations that we've had uh the one dollar for five to five meals ratio isn't working right now yeah that's normal society This is abnormal society. So it's anywhere between two and three bucks. So, based on what we could figure out, about 6,750 meals is what's going to be, uh, is, is what that will turn into.
2: It's going to help a lot of individuals and families through, I mean, you know, the the worst times are typically the winter months, which we're now into.
1: And and, and all of it, every single bit, all 6,750 meals will be dispersed. Now, that's all of them. That's counting the the monetary donations,
2: right? All the the food that was collected can also
1: be made up into the food. The food, it's it's six pounds of food. Every six pounds of food is five meals. Okay, so every six pounds of food is five meals. And that that breaks down to about roughly just under 500, Um, just roughly just under 500 meals. Yeah. Um, And then. With the cash, looking at because it's not one per five, it's not and it's not two ninety five per five. It's two ninety five per one. Yeah, so that's I mean it's a huge shift in in the cost right um, of buying meals. So um, but but it's between it's between two and three dollars per meal the cost. But with that, I mean that's sixty seven hundred and fifty meals that didn't exist before Friday. That's right. And that's, that now exists after Friday because of you. That's right. Because no, of not you. Not me.
2: Don't point at me. It's you, people, the listener.
1: I'm pointing at the phone. People oh. in the community. <laughs> okay. The people in the community, it is all because of you. Thank you very much. We appreciate you being a part. We appreciate you helping the Tri-Cities Food Bank in, a, in an absolutely amazing fashion. There there were, I could I could almost hear tears <laughs> of joy. Yeah on the phone and so thank all of you very much um and again like it you means said it's lot.
2: all it all stays here
1: it all stays here it so, all stays here it truly every single bit of it stays here it truly helps your neighbor so absolutely, one hundred percent, no ifs, and about it. So. good
2: job, good job to all the sponsors, everyone involved, yep. our three stations, uh, after, and all
1: the uh, donators,
2: <laughs> everybody.
1: That after a- afterwards, I was told by our partner Summit Funding that they will be with us for the next thirty years. <laughs> thirty years, yeah, so. thirty years. Next thirty years of food drives, are going to be with them for the next thirty years. Next thirty years of food drives, they'll be right. with us. They were very happy too. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio Six Ten K What's your name? Where are you calling from?
3: It's real. Angry Richland person, how's that for the moment? Hey, uh, there's
1: a lot of angry people out there outside of you.
3: Me and my family, we're going to lose about thirty-two hundred dollars now with this a month with this new shutdown that Dick Inslee, I think you can say that on the radio, is going to say I'll refrain from using that term any further, boys. But yeah, I'm just saying, you know, as a family, my wife's she's going down thirty-eight hundred dollars gone. Now just relies on me, which is going to be difficult and terrible. And the best part is, is Inslee's probably sitting there smiling because I support Trump. He's like, "Yeah, that guy's an idiot." I'm just going to put it out there: Ensley's an idiot. Whatever we got to do, anybody that wants to help me out, whatever we got to do, let's find a way to get him out for good.
1: Well, the if the election results hold up, right. um, within the bounds of the law, of course. Yes, uh, if the election of the results of the election hold up, then he will uh, he will go to D.C. and join join the the Biden cabinet in some capacity. Yeah. So um, here's the thing, and yeah, let's let's take a break. Or yeah, before I was going to say that's, that's a
2: transition. Let, let's that get let's we, let's had, take we a break. had good news to start the yeah. show. Let, with. Let's
1: take a break. Let's come back. We'll get into dear leader uh, and his wonderful way. I think he picked Sunday just so he could ruin a day of worship for a lot of people as well. He could make them miserable. Um, as they are going to to their house of of worship to rejoice. He picked Sunday on purpose because, well, what's another name for a private investigator? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Back with more of the bottom line, your calls, your thoughts on the governor and something that he said host press conference that I believe gives every single Washingtonian a right to turn around to the governor and say this to his face.
0: Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610, K-O-N-A. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610.
1: Welcome back to the Bottom Line News Radio 610-KONA. It's a Monday afternoon. Robin Ned hanging with you. It's roughly ooh, 28 hours after <clears throat> Dear Leader spoke. Going to go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 k What's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: Hey, it's Chris from Richland. What's up, Chris? You know, there there actually still is a bit of a silver lining here. Um, if the vote is certified the way it is right now, uh dear leader would probably go to Washington. Danny Heck is not such a bad guy. Definitely not an Inslee. um and as long as we control the Senate, um, we get, they're going to be kind of handcuffed. And we got at least we picked up at least ten in Congress, and maybe as many as fourteen. Pelosi's head's got to be about to explode. I would love to see that.
1: Thank oh, you. Thanks for the call, Chris. Here is the nice thing: is if it does hold, and uh, Republicans take one of two. Seats in Georgia, they'll have the majority in the Senate, which will just hold it until the House flips in 2022 and the Senate grows its majority because that will happen, especially if President Harris is in place by them uh, because the uh, queen of socialism will only do more damage to her party. Um, And it's quite possible the next two years could see the end of the Democrat Party as we know it. With the push to socialism, defunding police, and so on and so forth, it really could wind up being the end of it. They could wind up reappearing under what they really are becoming, and that is uh, the Socialist Party of America. Um, But with that said, with that said, uh, dear leader on Sunday basically turned around and canceled Thanksgiving, made it sound like Christmas was on the horizon. Um, and rolled back basically phase two to phase whatever you want to call this where restaurants are closed again, movie theaters are closed again for indoor dining and patronage. Uh, you can still do takeout orders. And then here's the thing, Ed. The governor was presented with a statistic because the governor is all about data and science, right?
2: He says that.
1: Anyway. He says data and science is guiding his decisions. That's data right. and science. So That's he right. was presented with a statistic, with data, with real legitimate data that says less than 1% of COVID transmissions are occurring in restaurants. And what was the governor's response to that? The governor said he didn't believe that statistic. Oh. He didn't believe it. He didn't believe it. He didn't come up with anything that said. Counter to it, right? he didn't say, I have seen statistics that say this. He said, I don't believe that statistic because this is what I want to do. So I don't believe your data. I'm only going to do what I want to do. So I think every Washingtonian now has the ability to turn around to Governor A-frame and say this, Governor, we don't believe your data. We don't believe what you're telling us because if you can dismiss this study that shows this and say you don't believe it, so you're going to shut down an entire industry again. Well, we don't believe you not believing that, so we're going to go eat in a restaurant again. Thank you very much. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KOA. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
3: It's HVAC from I'm I'm in Richland, and I don't believe he's my governor. How's that feel? I don't believe that that loser, turdbag, booger eater is my governor. So I guess I don't have to do it. I'll keep wearing the mask because I think it's the right thing to do. But, guys, you're free to do as you please if you didn't vote for him because you don't believe him, and he's not
1: our governor. So, hey, we're good, guys. Party on, Wayne. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say he's not duly elected, but – I would go so far as to say if the governor can pick and choose the data that he wants to use, if he wants to ignore studies that are out there that show specifically what the transmission rates are in certain areas and industries, because, I don't know, maybe he wants to punish somebody or a special interest got to him, which is normally what happens, a special interest gets to the governor, and they decide that, you know, he'll roll because he'll be able to get this or this or this from them. Um, less than 1% of COVID cases come about because of restaurants. Well, less than 1%. But he doesn't believe that statistic, so he shuts them all down. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 k one What's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: Hey, guys. It's Pat. How are we doing today? What's up, Pat? Hey. The governor's doing this, but really what the people need to be doing and it's everybody in Spokane, Tri Cities, everybody in Eastern Washington, they need to be getting on the phone and calling the four top officials in the Senate and the and the house over there in Olympia and getting those guys to push the governor and putting major pressure on them to get this uh special session so that they can limit the powers of the governor.
1: Well, here's the thing. Uh, as much as I would like to think that there is going to be some type of avenue by reaching out to the, the, the four corners, one corner is already uh, deeply in Inslee's pocket because he has refused to sign off on a special session. So good luck with Billion, Spokane. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
3: I agree with HVAC. 110% agree with HVAC. Um, no, so I was just going to say, other studies have shown, too, I'm sure you guys have seen them, that uh, the lockdowns, that they've done those studies, that the lockdowns were terrible. They didn't work. They hurt people way worse and just the people across the United States, way worse than not having us lockdown. But again, you know, when you have a dictator and an authoritarian turd as a governor, who's absolutely, I'm pretty sure he shouldn't use the word I would, going to use, so we'll call them super special needs, when you have that kind of person in governing and power, and you know they just can't do much besides drool on themselves and pick their nose and play with their bum, then you don't get much done.
1: You're up at the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: Hey, this is Howard in Richland.
1: What's on your mind, Howard?
4: Hey, I'm calling to salute those vaccine scientists under uh, Operation Warp Speed. What they've done is nothing short of astounding. Um... What I'd like you guys to do, though, is if you could uh, take note of when the FDA approval date is and take note of what the death count is on that date and then take note of when Washington State and California and Oregon approve those vaccines and then do the math for all of us and report to us just how many people died waiting for the vaccine to be approved in this state.
1: Thanks for the call, Howard. Appreciate
2: it. And New York. There's, yes. there's a lot of states that are That's going right. to do their own study because, again, they don't believe certain right. science. Only the science that backs
1: only, what they only, want to only do. The, only the science that Mr. Soros tells them to believe. You're up on the bottom <laughs> line. News Radio 610-K. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
5: Yeah, this is Art from Kennewick. What's up, Art? Well, you know, I agree with the previous caller. You need to Call your congressman. Uh, give a number out. One two o two
1: two two four two six. What's your congressman going to do, Art? What's your congressman going to do about the state of Washington? He's well, not going to do know, anything.
5: Uh, there are uh, there are representatives, and what they should do is go ahead and
1: uh, and put pressure on the governor. I it, mean, it, it, you don't have enough in Washington State, Art, to do that. You've got three Republicans. Three. The rest of them are not going to put any pressure on Jay Inslee at all. Neither are the Senators. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
5: Hey, fellas. It's Mike.
1: What's up, Mike?
5: Uh, Will McKay has got a pretty good take on... He posted it. I read it uh, on a couple of different websites and in the Tri-City Herald, which is not usual. But If you get a chance... He uh, he hits it right
1: on the nail head, I think. Okay, thanks for the call, Mike. We'll check it out. Uh we're gonna take we gotta take a break here real soon, coming up on our break, but um you know, there's a lot of upset people out there and rightfully so. Um you know what we've heard since March is the data and the science, and then the governor willfully ignores a study. I saw the study, I know where it came from. It wasn't done by somebody who owns a restaurant in a small town in Washington state. It's a national study. It's a very well done study, actually, that points to the fact that because of the precautions that have been used in the restaurant industry, less than 1% of COVID cases are coming from restaurants, less than 1%.
2: Well, it wasn't done by the University of Washington. Therefore, he's not going to look at
1: it. Oh, I don't even know if it matters by that. It wasn't told to him by George or anybody else that's putting money in his pocket. Um, But at the same time, um, the governor will shut down an industry that is not part of the problem. But he'll go and allow celebrations in the streets and everything else, protests, and say they're not spreading COVID when there's no real science or data to back up the claim that they don't spread COVID so, once again, he believes the science and data he wants to and ignores the data and science that he wants to and tells us how to live our lives. And it's really, really getting tiring now.
0: Hook up with the bottom line on Twitter at BottomLine610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser.
1: Back at the bottom line, News Radio six ten K O N A. The phone number is five four seven one six ten. If you'd like to get involved, stop by CBD American Shaman across from the grain elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. Make sure you check them out. They have one hundred percent all natural CBD products, and they stand behind those products with a one hundred percent thirty day money back guarantee. That's right. Don't know anybody else that offers that. You see a lot of CBD products around town. Don't know anybody other than CBD American Shaman that offers a full one hundred percent money back guarantee thirty. 30- Days. Stop by and see them. Try their products. Whether you use it or you don't use it, you bring it back in 30 days, they'll give you your money back. Across from the grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 Kona. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Can you guys see it? New movie. Oh, yeah. You got Inslee sitting at the top of Mount Rainier and his electric Range Rover with his faithful sidekick, Bob Ferguson, with a. Antler stuck on the middle of his forehead. I mean, Dr. Seuss all over it. Inside, I, outside, upside down. That's our
1: life. I can it's, see it. I absolutely can see it. I was trying to think of a word that rhymed with Grinch that we could use, but, you know, I just I can't. But, yeah, oh, no. Thanksgiving's gone. Christmas could be next because, after all, so I guess that means the governor won't be having his kids over for Thanksgiving into the governor's mansion.
2: Oh no, he will.
1: Or he won't be going to Bainbridge Island. He'll be staying at the mansion. He won't be leaving because you know he doesn't. Kids don't live at the mansion. It's governor's mansion. The kids don't live there, so oh, no, they can't come for Thanksgiving before midnight. Oh, they are. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure because after all, you know, Gavin Newsom went to a went to a dinner for twelve people, the most expensive restaurant in California, after he told everybody that they can't have their families over.
2: You know, we we've seen that example once, oh, once or twice yeah, and it's during, during liberals. this year.
1: Yeah, that's liberals. Do as I say, not as I do. That's a liberal mantra. You're up on the bottom line. Nope, nope, no calls. All right. 547 1610 if you want to get involved. Um thought we had one. Yes, we don't. You know what it reminds me of? I want to thank Kathy Lofi, by the way. Um I want to thank Kathy Lofi because I wanna I want to thank her for spreading the fear. Um, anybody and you see, this is the one nice thing about those on the far left. They're very good at at at, at deflecting. They will tell you that that Republicans and white men are the fear and the fear-spreaders and the supremacists and everything else, when in all reality, the elitism that they project, uh, it does significantly more damage. Uh, Dr. Lofi decided to fear-monger a little bit earlier when she said, the data we get in three weeks, well, it might be too late. So what, we're all going to be dead? We're all going to be in the hospital. We're all going to be in ventilators, and our lungs are going to turn to gray jelly. Is that what you are saying? Why is it going to be too late in three weeks? Especially when we had five hundred and thirty some new cases in Benton Franklin counties, but nobody died, and the hospitalization rates at eight point eight percent with thirty four people in the hospital and four hospitals. But we had five hundred and thirty some new cases, but nobody died.
2: Okay, I'll I'll offer this. Okay, as, please as 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 some possible insight. First, the what what she said was that it usually takes three weeks before any changes to restrictions show up in the data, okay? So three weeks from today or three weeks from tomorrow, there should begin to see some changes in the data, okay? Or three weeks from this week, however you want to look at it. But it takes about three weeks given the life cycle of the virus to see if there's, you know, any 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 positive change from the restrictions as far as the covid count goes now what what she did say and others have said too is this hospitals are beginning to be overrun now the caveat to that is hospitals in the puget sound are getting overrun even Spokane, starting to see some strain on on its resources of PPE, staffing, and beds. It is not happening here. However, what Dr. Kathy Lofi and others have said is that as those other areas get strained, the, the chance of Patients being moved to our area because we do have beds goes up. So that obviously presents other issues. But it wasn't that we're all going to die in three weeks. What she said was that, and let's be real, like the cases have been very high statewide and here over the last week or two. And what they believe is that if we continued on this trajectory, it, within the next couple of weeks, we would have a very serious problem on our hands at, at hospitals across the state. So you do something now in the hopes of turning things around before you get to that point. Because it worked the first time.
1: Well, it did around here. I Because, mean, I mean, here we are now. Once again, mm-hmm. knowing that exactly where we were going to be. Yes. If I remember correctly, when we had this conversation four or five months ago, we said, once you take it off, you're going to see things blow up again. Yes. Because that's what happens. It's normal life. So now what you're going to do, and, and this is the other interesting part, is if they decide they want to move people from hospital to hospital, well, now you're putting more people at risk of getting COVID because you're going to transfer patients from the uh, more stressed hospitals to less stressed hospitals, and you're going to expose people to potentially getting COVID that have no business being exposed to getting COVID because they don't have the problem in their area. But you're going to bring it to them. You're going to create another potential problem by doing that, which has got to be one of the dumbest things you could possibly do. See, sending COVID patients back to nursing homes, i.e. New Jersey, New York, so on and so forth.
2: One of the other things, and trust me, I, I, need to, I need to preface this by saying this is not, N-O-T, not in bold print, not saying that I understand what Governor Inslee did. I, it, it's, a, it's a horrible decision. But here's, here's how, if I can, if I step back and kind of look at the situation, here's what I see. I see a governor who thinks he has to do something. He's, he's, his ego is so huge. He's not going to allow the legislature to weigh in, even though it's controlled by his own party. He doesn't want that. He wants he wants to be the man. He wants to be the hero. That to lead this state through this horrible pandemic. And you're right that that study that was done just even anecdotally what we've heard from health professionals is number 1 with all the restrictions on businesses already you're already required to mask and social distance. With all the restrictions on schools, with masking and social distancing, and breaking up the, you know, the the population half in person, half uh, distance learning, with all of those things in place, the transmission of this virus has been, over the last few months, mind you, not in those areas. It has been in small social gatherings. Now, if you want to include bars in there, okay. You know, do, do people always wear masks in bars? They probably should. Um, and, you know, people get up, you know, in your face and talk. And so, okay. So that's that's the one establishment. But what... what The health professionals around here and at the state level have said for months it is being transmitted in small social gatherings at people's homes. You go to somebody's home for a backyard barbecue. You have people over for dinner. You have a birthday party. You're not wearing masks. You're not social distancing for whatever reason. But that is where a vast majority of these cases are being transmitted. Now, this huge spike that we're seeing in cases could very well be Halloween, Halloween parties, whatever. But it is not happening in stores, in restaurants, and in schools. Now, are kids and teachers being reported as positive tests on their on their district dashboards. Yes, there are some cases out there, but there has been no evidence of any transmission at school. So, again, this is a governor who feels like he has to do something. The only thing that he can do is what he's done. Yes, he could shut down schools along with, you know, Chris Reichdahl. He could do that, and that could very well be coming later. I don't know. But he knows that there is zero chance of of enforcing not having a big gathering at at Thanksgiving. He runs into constitutional (laughs) issues when you start limiting things like that. He is trying to control the things that he can control because he feels like he has to do something otherwise we might start blaming him for the virus and well, he doesn't want that 5471610 we got to take a break 5095471610 back after
0: this Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser.
1: Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610. If you would like to get involved in the program, affects your Tire, four locations here in the Tri-Cities to serve you, which they've been doing for almost 60 years now. Make sure you stop by Perfection Tire. Keep your car running the way it should, whether it's tires, brakes, shocks, struts, a tune up. They can do it all. Check out their website, perfectiontire.com, for all the services they provide. And then stop by one of those four locations for the same kind of service that you would expect a relative to give you because they treat every single one of their customers like family at Perfection Tire. Five four seven one six ten 1610 to get involved. And, you know, Ed, um, here's the thing the governor would like everybody to believe that. Uh, Much of what he said yesterday is law. It is not. Okay? It is not. When the governor pays my property tax and my mortgage, when the governor pays my electric bill, when the governor takes care of my home repair situations, when the governor mows my lawn, when he cleans up the dog dew in my backyard, he can tell me who can come and not come to my house. That's where the line draws. He has no ability to tell me at all who comes to my home and when and how.
2: That's true. And like I said, that's where, the, that's where the constitutional problem comes in, where he wants to do something because he feels he has to do something. I mean, cases are out of control. I've got to do something. But he does what he usually does, which is stupid. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
5: This is Max from Kennewick. Hi, Max. I like what you're saying. I agree with it. I sound like a broken record, but this is a complete waste of effort, and it will result in nothing. Every time we put on a quarantine or social distancing or all this stuff, cases will go down, especially when the uh, weather's cold and people have to be inside more. But... As it's taken off, it will gradually go back up, just like any virus. And that's very uh, perplexing because you've all these people out there suffering so much economic damage. It's going to be like the old atomic bomb joke. We're not going to have anything left by the time we win the war, except smoldering ruins. I think people need to rise up, and I don't know what to say. Don't obey it. Do whatever. Resist like they did to Trump, but it's stupid because it's not going to help our country and it's going to result in severe economic damage it already has had and it's not helping. Uh, We can get a vaccine. That will help slow it down when the time comes. The hospitals need to be helped, given more ventilators, whatever. Uh, It wasn't that long ago when during flu season the hospitals were jam-packed and they need some uh, training or more people, you know, get it to them. But quarantining public is a waste of effort, and it won't work. And I guess that's all I wanted to say. I know I sound like a broken record, but appreciate your program very much.
1: Thanks, Thanks for the call, Max. We appreciate it. Five four seven one six ten. if you want to get involved. frustrating. Well, it's beyond frustrating. Well, here's... It's beyond, because this is this is not just a simple. This is the, the I mean now we are seeing we 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 knew that there was a tenuous playing with lives in the spring and the summer. Yes. Um being able to outdoor dine in the summer was much easier than in the middle of November. True. Uh it makes it a bit difficult. Plus you've limited it to five people. So you, you've put an industry where less than 1% of COVID cases are constr- contracted, once again in peril, where you are going to cost people their livelihood because you don't give a damn. And that's really what it comes down to. The governor of Colorado, in case anybody's wondering, who is a Democrat by the name of Jared Police. okay, Jared Police has just presented a $35.4 billion budget proposal that includes an economic stimulus package and tax relief and direct aid for restaurants, bars, and other small businesses. Something that Jay Inslee will never do because he can't fathom giving money back to people who he takes it from already. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
5: I just calling from Hermiston, Oregon. What's up? You know, I'm I'm surprised
4: businesses and stuff haven't come together and to start revolting against it. You would think now businesses, especially the ones who are getting ready to go out of business, stuff would come together and be like, "Hey, we can't stand for this anymore." And
1: unfortunately, unfortunately, the problem in Washington State is the same thing we've seen happen in Oregon, and that is, if they do that, the state will come in, suspend their business license, fine them and then prevent them from from basically being able to reopen because they will not renew or take their license off a of suspension. So the way they keep the businesses in line and get them to cooperate is to threaten taking away their license and fining them. And when you don't have any income, you sure can't afford to stand up against the wall in a firing squad. And that's exactly what they've done. In Washington State, I know for a fact there are there are – inspectors that sit outside of businesses looking, looking for issues. There are businesses in the Tri-Cities that have been targeted and given, quote, warnings because they've had five people or six people at a table instead of five, because there are inspectors that are actively watching for businesses that break the ordinance or the recommendation.
2: There's also a lot of Karens out there, too.
1: Well, there are, and there, we, I, I'm not going to say what should be done with them. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 k What's your name? Where are you calling from?
2: Hey, it's Robert from Fasco. What's up, Robert? Go ahead. You got about a minute.
4: All right. I'll be quick. Uh, all the people that voted for Ansley should be tied to abiding by his edict. And the rest of us need to use common sense and get on with our lives. And that's all I got.
2: Well, here's the problem, Robert. Well, it's not a problem. Is... Those people that voted for Inslee think he's a genius, yeah,
1: and well, think that he is doing the right thing. But That's here's the thing: let me let me let me take Robert's sentiment and, and slightly twist it a little bit. If you voted for Jay Inslee, please don't say you care about small business. Please don't say that small businesses matter to you. Please don't say that mom and pops matter to you, and that families that operate small businesses matter to you, or that working people matter to you, because obviously they don't. Um, You put a guy in who has already shown how much he doesn't care about uh, small business, mom-and-pops, and and so on and so forth. Because the decision that he made leading right up to the Thanksgiving holiday, which will overlap Black Friday, has just put more money in one guy's pocket in Washington State. A ton of money in one guy's pocket in Washington State. Would that be the leader of Amazon? That would be one Jeff Bezos. While mom-and-pops around the state wonder if they're going to go under or not Jeff Bezos is going to reap all the benefits on Black Friday because his buddy Jay Inslee just made it so think about that as he decries rich people and complains about rich people you don't understand today's far left Democrat is an elitist rich money loving individual it is not what it was 40 years ago